Hello, this is Father David Abernathy, and this is City of Desert, a new video series established to discuss the writings of the Desert Fathers contained within the Philokalia. Uh, this group is 30 years in the making. Uh, back when I was a novice, I was given a Christmas gift by one of the priests uh, at the time of the first three volumes of the Philokalia that had been published in English. And immediately I was struck by the great spiritual depth of the writings. And uh, even though I was very unfamiliar with the tradition as a whole. And over the years, they've continued to be a great source of spiritual strength and guidance for me. It was also at this time that I received a gift from a cousin who happens to be Russian Orthodox of St. John Climacus's Ladder of Divine Ascent. And even though St. John uh, Climacus is not found in the Philokalia, it's the same genre and certainly the same style of writing. And from him, uh, I received uh, a great wealth of knowledge in regards to uh, the spiritual life and the struggle with one's vices. And that brings us to why the title City a, a Desert. Uh, about 50 years ago, there was uh, a work published called Desert a City by Derwis Chitty. And he uh, wrote about the development of monasticism within the deserts of Egypt and later in Palestine. And uh, it's remained a classic. Uh, uh, in this tradition, and, uh, but it seems fitting to uh, take his work now and move on to how this might be applied to those living in the world, seeking to live out uh, their baptismal promises in all of their fullness, to pursue a life of holiness, those seeking uh, to enter more fully into the spiritual battle with one's passions as well as to grow in the virtues and to deepen uh, one's prayer life, to pray without ceasing, as Paul tells us. And there are no greater teachers than the, the Desert Fathers. In many ways, I consider them the, be, to be the first depth psychologists. So uh, great was their understanding of the workings of the human mind and heart. And so in the coming weeks and months and years to come, We'll be looking at some of the basic themes of the Philokalia to, in order to film, familiarize ourselves uh, with their writing and the meaning of the words that they use, and then uh, turn ourselves to looking at the text of the Philokalia itself, uh, a later volume called Writings on the Prayer of the Heart. Uh, Callistus Ware wrote that this volume was put together uh, containing the writings of the fathers that the starrets in the way of the pilgrim uh, told the pilgrim in a dream that he should read first from the Philokalia. And all of these have to do with the prayer of the heart, or rather the, the Jesus prayer, as a means to leading one into deeper, deeper watchfulness of heart as well as inner stillness, Hezekiah. And so we'll go through these in a systematic way in the months to come. Uh, these writings uh, are meant for all. And I think often the uh, Desert Fathers are seen as being archaic and maybe even a little dangerous uh, to read uh, without some guidance. 
but the compilers of the Philokalia, St. Nicodemus and St. Macarius, uh, both said that these are meant for all people who are seeking the life of holiness, not just the monk on Mount Athos or within the desert. The, the best belongs to all, and so we should uh, seek to uh, allow these writings to bear as much fruit as we, we can in our lives. You're probably all familiar with the term today of ressourcement. It was a call of the Second Vatican Council to return to the sources of our tradition, uh, the liturgical traditions of the church, as well as the scriptures and also the writings of the fathers. This was to be one of the main uh, goals of the Second Vatican Council in order to enrich and enliven once again the faith of, of Catholics throughout the world. Unfortunately, in many ways, the, this did not take place, and it's the hope of, of uh, this group that we might, in one area, be able to do this and to do this well, to return to the Fathers, uh, not just through an academic reading, but in such a way as to enliven our faith and help us to embrace that call to holiness. There was something similar that took place within the Orthodox Church in the 18th century that led to the development of the Philokalia. Uh, a group called the Kolovades on Mount Athos uh, sought to do something very similar uh, to re revitalize the liturgical traditions as well as to uh, remove certain uh, abuses uh, within that to uh, make frequent reception, for example, of the Eucharist uh, something that was far more common to remove the celebration of Saints' feast days on uh, Sunday. Uh, also part of this ressourcement was patristic. It was to go back to the fathers of the church and to renew a love for their writings and out of this came the development of the Philokalia itself. And then finally a renewal of the tradition of hesychasm or, or stillness. This is really at the heart of the teachings of the fathers within the Philokalia, that when one seeks that stillness and silence, one allows for a place for God to speak a word that is equal to himself, allows for an encounter with God as he is in himself. And this would be the goal of every monk, but of every Christian, to experience union and communion with the living God. Uh, again, this is not something that is meant for monks alone, this uh, resource mont. This is meant for all of us as Christian men and women. And uh, it is to be something living and vital in our lives. And perhaps one of the nicest little invitations to to read the Philokalia comes from St. Nicodemus himself. As I mentioned, one of the compilers of the original Philokalia. And I just want to share with you a, a brief quote uh, from him before we cease for today. He writes, Because, brethren, we have fallen into sins after baptism, and consequently have buried the grace of the Holy Spirit, which was given to us at our baptism, it is necessary that we make every effort to recover that original grace, which is found deeply buried beneath our passions, like an ember in ashes. 
this ember of grace we must fan into new flame in our hearts. In order to do that, we must remove the passions from our hearts as ashes from a fireplace and replace them with the firewood of obedience and the life-giving commandments of the Lord. We can blow upon the spark with heartfelt repentance of the mind and with the repetition of the prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. When this prayer remains permanently in our heart, it cleanses us from the ashes of the passions and finding the ember of grace within, it strikes up a wondrous and strange fire. This fire on the one hand burns away the temptation of evil thoughts and on the other hand, it sweetens the whole inner person and enlightens the mind. And so the philokalia is not some relic from the past. It is not something archaic, but rather a living guide for us as contemporary Christians. And it's meant to alter our lives and bring them into greater conformity with the gospel. It is my hope and joy to be able to do this with you in the months to come. Our first episode of City of Desert will be published on January 15th, 2017. God bless and we'll see you soon.